Fife Community Interpreting Service is a charity which has been providing interpreters and translators for the migrants in the Fife community and beyond for over 25 years. Working closely with groups such as Citizens Advice and the Health Services, its aims are to ensure that those who arrive in the UK lacking a fluency in English receive the support they need with registering documentation and with the vital communication of health-related issues. Today I'm speaking with Company Secretary Jim Cooper to find out more about FCIS and the people they support. My name is Michael McLaren and this is Down the Lane With. Hi Jim and thanks for meeting with me today. Could I begin by asking you for a general overview of what FCIS offer? FCIS was formed in 1995 to meet the then needs of the non-English speaking communities within Fife. It was created through a group of local council representatives and representatives from NHS Fife and a number of the different language-speaking communities. So the charity has been running now for over 25 years. Can you explain why the organisation originally came about? Why was it felt that it was required? The various non-English-speaking communities that were at that time within Fife, they were, I must say, mainly from India, Pakistan and China, were the three countries that mainly the non-speaking people in Britain at that time were. These communities realised that to give to get a good service and, and the, the local authorities realised that it needed some kind of provision and a group of people got together, created FCIS as an organisation. After two years, it then became a charitable organisation through the through Oscar. So are there currently large numbers of people in Fife who can't speak English? Yes, that's certainly the case. Over the years, the number of people has changed and the number of languages that prominently required has greatly changed. And over the years, we had a steady build-up and at our very peak... Shortly after Britain joined the European market, we were dealing with 8,000 requests for assistance in the year. Obviously, the languages had changed and there were very many of the European languages, mainly from the Poland and Romania and these languages. And latterly, these were augmented by people coming in from Libya, Syria, Iraq, and very recently, of course, from Afghanistan, the areas where the conflicts created a refugee problem. Yes, I can imagine that, unlike an economic migrant who could be prepared with the language skills required for where they're moving to, a refugee doesn't have the time or opportunity to prepare if they're fleeing a disaster area or a conflict. That is correct, but you also have the situation where a migrant would come into the country and at a later date would bring his family over here and they may not have the skills. And I think what is important to remember is that if people are asking 
simple directions and things that isn't so serious. But where you're dealing with legal matters, where you're dealing with health matters, interpretation is absolutely vital because they're asked to sign documents or to make an agreement with the different authorities and therefore that must be accurately done and accurately recorded. So if we could go over the two main services you provide, which are interpretation and translation, if we could begin with interpretation, could you give me an example of when this may be required and how you would go about providing this? A good example would be where if a person requires to go to the hospital, the health service would simply contact us either by telephone or by email, putting a request in for a Bulgarian-speaking interpreter, for example. We would then process that by contacting our pool of registered interpreters with us to find an interpreter that can meet that particular request. We would then inform the requester Yes, we've got an interpreter and they will attend at the time and place required. And this is throughout Fife and as far as far afield as Angus, Dundee, Perth and Kinross are our main areas. Obviously the main area being Fife. It's to make sure that I mean if 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 I'm gonna talk about chop off your leg or something like that. The doctor has to be really sure that you understand what they're saying or what procedure they're proposing equally with the council. If they are going to give you a house, rent you a house, you have to be fully aware of what you're required to do to do that. Clear and concise interpretation. So just to clarify for me here, what is the chain of events when a person requires an interpreter for a doctor's appointment? Do they call the doctor and request an interpreter? With all local government and national health service, the person would be registered with a doctor and at that point they would inform the doctor that they did require an interpreter and the language that they required it in. And that would be put on their records and as and when that person was required to go to the doctor or if they phoned in to the doctor's reception and said that they were feeling ill and probably in broken English and they would say, I require interpreter, Russian or whatever language it is. And the health service then would contact us and say when they required it, who they required it for by name and also the time and place or if it's by telephone, for example, because especially in the present climate of COVID-19, a lot of our work is also done over the telephone or computer. So going on then to your other main service, translation, what examples could you give me of when this service is required and how do you go about delivering this? Again, with translation, if an individual or a service such as NHS Fife or Fife Council require a document translated and it could be, for example, a birth certificate. If someone wants to get married in this country, they have to be able to produce a birth certificate and that birth certificate has to be translated into English and to be certified as a true copy of the original. And the person or the organisation involved 
can then use that as a legal document for whatever purpose it may be that they require. To get a passport is one example. Marriage certificates, birth certificates. If someone in Britain, for example, has a child, they will be issued with a British birth certificate, but they then may want to register that person in their native country. But for that, they would need it translated from English into Latvian, for example, or Lithuanian. How many interpreters do you currently have working for you, and how many languages do they cover? Our organisation at the present moment has two full-time members of staff, and we have approximately 64 registered interpreters in approximately 43 different languages. But we have also have a, an agreement with a company in Edinburgh, and if we don't have that particular language, or if that interpreter in that rare language is not available, we can contact them and they can provide us one of their interpreters for that particular assignment. The interpreters are self-employed, obviously, but registered with us. They have all undertaken the various training and, obviously, various checks. For example, police checks with disclosure. Are there any officially provided language schools for people arriving in the UK who don't have a fluent understanding of English? ESOL, which is a part of the council service in all areas, and they provide courses for the different migrant or refugee groups that come into the country. And are these provided free? I think most of them are free, and I think also some of the colleges provide more advanced language courses, and I think there are also some private companies that provide that. Well, thank you for meeting with me today, Jim, and best of luck for the future. Yeah, well, thank you for this uh, interview, and uh, I'm always happy to help the community. If you would like to know more about Fife Community Interpreting Service, the links to their website and Facebook page can be found on the Linton Lane website. Down the Lane With was presented by Michael McLaren. It was created by Marion McPherson and Michael McLaren and was a jacket pocket media production for the Linton Lane Centre.